Oh, my pleasure. All right, guys, uh, I'm really excited for this. I have Dan Willis with me. He's former Navy who held top secret crypto level clearance, and he's one of the Disclosure Project's top secret military witnesses that testified at the National Press Club in 2001. His website is thewebmatrix.net, and I must say it's very extensive. I, I really liked it. And what I learned from it was, and I think most Americans don't know, is that we've been controlled by this international banking cabal that's basically been responsible for some of the, why we don't have disclosure, the deterioration of America, and some of the biggest false flags in the history of our country. Is that what True. Yeah. Um, so how did the disclosure committee come to be? How did it come about? Yeah. Oh, let's see. I have to go into a little bit of a history lesson. Um, well, you know, at the end of World War II, we uh, supposedly won the war with the Nazis, actually. They had a plan called uh, the Velikenschallenskrieg, which means worldview warfare. They planned to infiltrate into the United States, take over uh, control of our education, our mainstream media, uh, the pharmaceutical corporations. And, uh, you, know, uh, you know, heading back to uh, about 1934 is about when the Nazis developed anti-gravity. They had about a 20-year advance over the United States that didn't develop it till 20 years later in October of 1954. Um, let's see. Uh, at the end of World War II, you know, you have Operation Paperclip. A lot of people are familiar with that. You know, they brought over, uh, you know, thousands of Nazi spies into the CIA. Uh, they started the underground plant program. Not everybody is aware of that. Xavier Dorsch, who started in New Mexico, building out all these uh, deep underground military bases. Uh, you know, Hitler and Himmler both escaped, you know, Antarctica, Argentina. This was revealed in the JFK files. Um, you have the Rockefeller Foundation uh, taking over the control of education in 1946, completely rewrote to hide the um, escape and uh, infiltration of the Nazis. Uh, you have uh, 1950 Operation Mockingbird uh, set up by Alan Dulles to control all of our mainstream media outlets by, um, you know, what's today called unofficial covers, in other words, Reporters are given information by the CIA to look like it's coming from independent sources. Uh, 1954, uh, you know, Eisenhower had a had a meeting with uh, the Nordics. The uh, right after that, the uh, Nazi SS set up uh, the Bilderberg meetings, which uh, they coordinate with all the uh, corporations. What was what was the Bilderbergs? Were they the, were that like the Rothschilds and the and is that the international banking all the Bilderbergs? Oh, sorry, the audio is a little hard to hear. One more time. Who are the Bilderbergs? Oh, the, the Bilderbergs is is it's just a name. Um, it was set up by a former Nazi SS officer, Prince Bernhard of the Netherlands, back in uh, of. Uh, I believe March of 1954. Um, they, uh, he was, you know, former Nazi SS officer. They have the first meeting at the Bilderberg Hotel, and so hence the name Bilderberg meetings, because that's the only name they given to the group. And every single year, 
they determine, you know, who's going to be the next presidential leader. They meet with uh, all the, uh, you know, big mainstream media outlets, people with, you know, the most control of, of money and finances. Basically, they set the agenda for the world in these secret meetings. And they uh, also set the, uh, the agenda for the, uh, you know, the six major corporations that control mostly everything we see and hear on the mainstream media. Um, now, so, so that's how the disclosure group was formed. It was Stephen Greer, and then you guys testified in front of the National Press Club, but it never got to a congressional hearing, right? Well, moving, moving forward in time to get up to what led to that, um, you know, uh, after, you know, the, uh, the Nazis basically infiltrated, we thought we world, won the World War II, um, basically uh, in 1955, uh, Eisenhower uh, lost control to the corporations, as was testified by one of our witnesses, uh, Brigadier General Stephen Lovkin, to the corporations that were infiltrated by the Fourth Reich. And, you know, Eisenhower tried to warn the public about the uh, unwarranted uh, un, uh, influences and, and the misplaced powers. Only an alert, knowledgeable citizenry could protect our future liberties and freedoms uh, about this group. Um, what happened was uh, 1955, a whole new executive order was created with a new uh, MJ-12 group with Alan Dulles, of all people, as MJ-1 controlling this group, heavy Nazi infiltration. Um, Eisenhower knew that he had lost control. He knew that in the future, um, it wouldn't be in the best of hands, as he put it to General Lovkin, that he set up a... Uh, through a secret executive order, a uh, secret U.S. Marine Corps intelligence unit that would act in the future as an institutional safeguard that would become uh, activated if our constitutional republic was ever uh, ever threatened. Uh, you know, so this is what happened back in 1955. Um, and, you know, the Nazis were, you know, very much into the occult and, the, you know, the secret societies all tied into that. And it's kind of curious, in 1957, the 30 major universities, they uh, took out a lot about the power of human consciousness throughout all the uh, psychology uh, books and everything through all the universities. Um, 1958, NASA was created along with DARPA. And it was uh, basically run by the Nazi SS, uh, basically to control the information as uh, one of the witnesses, you know, that joined me, uh, Donna Hare, right there, that <laughs> um, was testified that the, uh, you know, NASA was airbrushing the UFOs out before releasing them to the public. And the, the astronauts were told to keep secret what actually happened when they went to the moon in 1969. Uh, basically, they wanted to keep us technologically retarded using uh, rocket propulsion. When the Nazis had developed anti-gravity in 1934, uh, October of 1954, 20 years later, is, this is how they were able to um, intimidate the... Um, Eisen, both the Truman and the Eisenhower administrations, especially when they uh, uh, 
Admiral, I mean, uh, Secretary of the Navy James Forrestal sent Admiral Byrd down to attack the Nazi base in Antarctica and was essentially defeated by the uh, flying disks of the Nazis, which had, uh, you know, directed energy weapons, you know, you know, to use, it wiped out all their aircraft and everything. Uh, so essentially, we had to surrender. Um, what happened was uh, ever since 1950, February 1955, every single president, CIA director, heads of intelligence, it doesn't matter what your security clearance is, you've been denied access to what they created was unacknowledged special access programs where they were reverse engineering this extraterrestrial technology. Um, I was um, actually involved in one of these meetings outside of Area 51. The first time Bob Lazar went public, there was a small group of researchers out of, uh, outside of Area 51 and uh, no recordings were allowed. And I uh, recorded the, the first you know, two hours of being hit with a lot of questions and everything. I put it up on you know, the webmatrix.net. Um, what happened was uh, the base, uh, Area 51, put out a uh, classified advisory. They locked down the base and they warned anybody to stay away. And so uh, a secret classified document was created this document was then uh, taken, I, I should, I'm jumping all over the place, but anyway, it was taken to the Pentagon by Dr. Greer, along with astronaut Edgar Mitchell and uh, Commander Willem Miller, showed it to uh, Vice Admiral Thomas Wilson, who was the head of intelligence for the Joint Chiefs of Staff. I mean, he would have constitutional authority to have access if anybody. And um, he was denied access to these projects run by corporations that were reverse engineering extraterrestrial technology. And he told Dr. Greer, if you can get your people together and willing to uh, testify under oath, which, which each of us said we would, uh, go before the mainstream media, you have my permission, this group is illegal, quote, unquote, unquote. Um, a couple of things that led up to this that I kind of missed on the timeline is that, uh, you know, after, uh, you know, NASA is created in 1958, uh, and then uh, JFK, you know, he, uh, 10 days before he um, was assassinated, he put a request to the CIA to release the files Alan Dulles, who was MJ-1 and the CIA director, which he fired later, uh, set up an assassination directive and so basically denied Kennedy access. He was a really notorious figure, huh, Alan Dulles? Could you hear me? Uh, I said Alan Dulles was a really notorious figure. Uh, one more time, Robert. I said Alan Dallas was a really notorious figure. He was responsible for a lot of bad stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah, notorious is an understatement. Yeah, he was key. Without him, uh, there was key in the whole Nazi infiltration. Like, uh, he, um, he basically was pushing Truman to create the CIA, which Truman regretted. He was able to bring, working with General Reinhard Gellin, head of Nazi intelligence, they had uh, 
they had all the uh, intelligence on the Soviets hidden away in the Bavarian mountains in these little uh, sealed containers that uh, they used as a bargaining chip because Truman was afraid of the, um, of the Soviets. And so in order to gain that intelligence, they brought 3,000 Nazi spies into the CIA. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, so, yeah, and, you know, and the Vatican was working with uh, a lot of the, getting the passports to get these guys off to Antarctica. I mean, not Antarctica, but uh, South America, Argentina, and everything that they were escaping. But, um, yeah, what happened was the burn memo, uh, one of James Jesus Angleton, which was uh, the protege of uh, Alan Dulles, uh, basically snatched one of the documents out, and it basically was an MJ-12 directive that uh, that basically was an assassination directive against uh, Kennedy. Um, in 1977, uh, President Carter uh, made it a campaign promise to release the uh, extraterrestrial files. The CIA director, George H.W. Bush, denied him access. You know, sitting president was denied access. Uh, Daniel Sheehan, one of the uh, 20 witnesses that's on, <laughs> on the end over here. He testified that, um, you know, Carter was denied access. Then you have uh, 1993, uh, President Clinton talking to his um, White House correspondent, Sarah McClendon, uh, regarding disclosure. He said to her, you know, Sarah, there's a secret government in the government, and I don't control it. And he had a CIA director, James Woolsey, trying to gain access. The CIA director was also denied access. You know, here you have people who were like presidents, CIA directors, heads of intelligence, all being denied access. Um, Woolsey, very frustrated, he um, brought a civilian into the meeting, uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, who brought a huge stack of documentation substantiating the reality of it. And he said, the director said, I know the subject's real. I'm trying to figure out why the hell I can't gain access to it. Um, and so uh, Dr. Greer met with some military advisors. They decided not to have like just, you know, a dozen witnesses, but to collect hundreds of witnesses. So um, by the time uh, 1997 happened with the uh, Pentagon meeting with the head of intelligence for um, Joint Chiefs of Staff, he collected over 500 witnesses. May 9th, 2001, 20 witnesses, of which I'm one right there. Right here, I see, yeah. Um, each one of us uh, willing to, after we gave our testimony, we each said before that, the largest event in the history of the National Press Club with 22 cameras of all the mainstream media in the back row. Um, basically, uh, a list of a couple of things that were disclosed was uh, there's a uh, base on the far side of the moon, you know, visually witnessed by Carl Wolf, who fortunately was killed uh, recently. Uh, the astronauts are hold, told to keep secret what happened when they went to the moon. NASA airbrushes out, revealing UFOs in the photos before releasing to the public. At least 57 different extraterrestrial species have been categorized uh, by 1989, uh, Sergeant Clifford Stone. Um, several military bases had the UFOs, uh, in other words, the uh, 
the ICBMs have been shut down. Uh, Captain Robert Salas talked about that. Uh, we have the science, this is a really important one. We have the scientists that are willing to prove that we have zero point energy to replace nuclear oil and coal, you know, to protect the environment. Um, that, uh, I just want to make a comment that, uh, in 1996, the CIA director, William Colby, uh, before he was found floating face down on the Platonic River and ruled a boating accident, um, he was providing Dr. Greer a zero-point energy device that was extraterrestrial derived along with 50 million bucks to get it out to the public. That never happened. Um, he was also um, going to talk about the Israeli Mossad infiltrating into the CIA and also about the child sex trafficking with the CIA operations, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I know, I'm sorry. I, this is a very important one though. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? All right. Okay, uh, okay. Again. I said, this is a really important one. The Israeli Mossad infiltrated into the CIA, but so did the Nazis. Do you think they were working together at some point? Um, yeah, it, it seems that there is a, um, there is a, um, global cabal, that whose exactly. ideologies are similar, that are working in concert, and you keep seeing connections with the secret societies of uh, the higher levels in the uh, Freemasons, the 33rd degree, you see the Knights of Malta, it's Skull and Bones, you have, if you look at all of the um, all of the presidents and CIA directors and everybody who's been the mover shaker of the world that have been members of these secret societies, they put their people on top key positions in order to control uh, the, the situation. Uh, other things that were disclosed is that uh, we've developed back in the 1950s superluminal ARV, which stands for uh, Alien Reproduction Vehicles. Uh, Mark McCandish. Uh, uh, shared with me at the, when we were sitting at the Hilton, he, was, he had an illustration and basically it uses a Mercury, um, which uh, with a Tesla configuration. And it's kind of interesting, you know, the ancient India used Mercury engines, the uh, Nazis used the Mercury engines. So Mercury has some kind of a, uh, when you get this counter-rotational vortex going, it has an anti-gravitational effect. Um, that uh, secret U.S. Navy reports, the flying disc coming out of the oceans, that was, that was my report. Um, uh, let's see, future planned false flag events uh, revealed by Werner von Braun as deathbed, uh, which include a um, terrorist event, which happened uh, uh, just about four months after this on 9-11 and ending in a hoaxed extraterrestrial threat, of which was revealed not only by Werner von Braun, but back in 1967, the report from Iron Mountain, also uh, the Benson Strategy Group trying to salvage the Hillary campaign, which was the Bilderberg choice, by the way. <laughs> um, they uh, essentially... Um, yeah, the, uh, anyway, the, the false flag event for the extraterrestrial was one of the last ones. 
uh, and that uh, president, CIA directors, heads of intelligence were illegally being denied access to these unacknowledged special programs, uh, you know, and, and much, a whole lot more was revealed. Any of these testimonies would have gathered somebody's attention, but uh, what the, uh, you know, being an ex-ABC newsman myself, uh, I noticed that uh, I watched the news afterward, and what they come up with is, uh, um, is there, like CNN, for example, uh, it goes on, you know, it, it gets a little one-minute clip of this two-hour uh, presentation Oh, is there life on other planets? Some people think they have proof there is. Elaine Tihana explains, and they go on basically making it sound like they want all these witnesses to go forth for a congressional hearing based on simply the reality of UFOs without disclosing any of the information that our government has been illegally infiltrated and that we have these advanced technologies. We haven't needed rockets. We haven't needed nuclear oil or coal for, for decades. Our planet's been technologically hijacked. When the Nazis infiltrated, not only into the aerospace corporations, but also into the biomedical, they infiltrated their top, as uh, witness William Tompkins uh, disclosed, that they um, infiltrate into the top positions of the pharmaceutical industries. And you have to think about the Nuremberg trials and IG Farben and the eugenics of, uh, of all that. And you have to think about what's going on today. I got a question. Do you think that on top of the cabal, it's extraterrestrial, like someone like the Anunnaki or um, um, the Draco? Uh, well, you know, the, obviously, you know, in uh, 1957, I believe, uh, Dr. Herman Oberth, along with Werner, who is Werner von Braun's mentor, you know, asked how you get so advanced. He said, well, we had help from people from other worlds. He was referring to the Draco race that back in around 1933, the Nazis were able to achieve such stunning breakthroughs and intimidate the Truman and Eisenhower uh, administrations into somewhat of a surrender. Okay. And then do you think that um, this military group that Eisenhower formed, or he said a military group could come in later to, in case the country was ever under siege, do you think that's Trump? Well, it's, it's kind of interesting because uh, this military intelligence unit, uh, you know, you have, uh, <laughs> you have back in 2017, you have uh, QAnon, you know, surfacing, which is believed to be military intelligence. And then you look at the executive orders that have been put in place of, uh, against anybody doing human rights abuse or corruption uh you you know you think about well the cabal when it usually they do something like say the 9-11 event they you know the patriot act the ndaa all these draconian laws right they always do something in support of their agenda when uh trump got elected unexpectedly <laughs> you know uh they really thought you know hillary was going to win that was the bilderberg choice uh what um what, what happened was uh, they had to go around to control the mainstream media because 
as we mentioned earlier, you know, the Bilderbergs basically set up the agenda for the corporations that control, you know, the CNN, ABC, CBS, you know, the whole Washington Post, New York Times. I mean, so many outlets that looks like you're having individualized uh, different perceptions coming from different sources, but they're all controlled by one, uh, one source that's, that's setting the agenda uh, and, the, uh, and, the, and the perception. So what, um, what, what they had to do was go around through back channels, you know, such as you know, 8chan and so forth, in order to communicate to the public. And if you look at the indicators of this, uh, you know, what, 170,000 sealed indictments, changes to the Uniform Code of Military Justice, and able to try these people under military law, which, uh, you know, um, is a lot more expedient than uh, civilian law. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, expansion of Guantanamo Bay. You've got all these little indicators that things are being set up. And, you know, for those people who uh, notice, you know, how the mainstream media is attacking viciously, you know, uh, anything that's QAnon related is a, a baseless, uh, fringe, far-right, violent conspiracy theory, you know, and it's like, you know, what they're basically doing, all they're putting forth is questions and letting people do research. How much more credibility can you get than having millions of people look and do their own research and find out, oh my God, yeah, look at the dots connecting, you know, this is all making sense. Um, and so, you know, I've been ever since, uh, you know, in 2001, I'm looking at these other witnesses. I'm looking at what they're disclosing. You know, my, my testimony was baby stuff compared to what theirs is. And, uh, you know, how could this not be a world-changing event? You know, I, I didn't even know what Operation Mockingbird was in 2001. And it wasn't until some media company out of Hollywood wanted me to write an article on, on media control. And I wrote an article called Who Controls the Agreed Upon Reality Through the Mainstream Media and Why They Fear Disclosing the Truth About the Extraterrestrial Reality. And I had to do, for years I did, you know, research on all this. And, you know, it was just like one oh my God after another when you start looking at, uh, based, on, based on these hundreds of credible witnesses uh, many with uh, supporting official documentation that we brought, you know, uh, Office of Naval Intelligence, Air Force Office of Special Investigations. Uh, if you put all that together and put it together on a timeline, which I did online on uh, thewebmatrix.net, is to share my notes with her. It's not a professional site. It's just my own trying to understand what I became involved with and why. Very yeah, and, I like it. And, and and you know why why we're being lied to, why we're being manipulated. It didn't make any sense. Uh, but when you understand the hidden history, unfortunately, our our civilization here has been extremely divided uh, yeah. because of we have um, an infiltration of a domestic enemy. You know, I. I I served in the Navy. I served in combat action in Vietnam. I um, had a high-level top-secret clearance. I was getting messages from ships off the coast of Alaska reporting uh, flying discs coming out of the ocean, going to chief naval operations. Um, you know, 
we are each uh, held to an oath to protect the Constitution against enemies foreign and domestic. And from all indications that I can see, Robert, we have a domestic enemy uh, with the uh, mainstream media that has infiltrated and is causing division of our, uh, of our population. Yeah, you, you see it in just the basic, like CNN and Fox News. They want the people to believe that CNN's the Democrats and Fox News is the right. Meanwhile, it's all controlled by the same person, people just getting people to fight. They want people to argue back and forth, right? Yeah, um, forgive me. I, I lost half my healing hearing during, during the war. So uh, oh, I'm, I'm having sorry. a hard time with the, uh, with the audio. Oh, one, one more time on that. I said, I said CNN, they make it look like CNN's left wing and Fox News is right wing, but meanwhile, it's all controlled by the same group. Yeah, well, I think I got that. Uh, well, they, you have to look at what they attack heavily. Yeah. The mainstream media. Look at, look at a good indication is who do they uh, go against? Who do they attack? Who do they uh, purposely ignore? And who do they celebrate and put up on a pedestal? That can give you a good idea of, um, <laughs> of, of the agenda. Were you in Vietnam? Yes, I, I was on the riverboats of, uh, on a repair barge that was fixing up the, uh, I was in communications um, on the Mekong Delta uh under uh heavy Viet Cong uh, <laughs> occupied area we're getting uh shot out ever so often our sister ship got blown up um yeah it was part of my illustrious military career <laughs> i i uh my dad was in vietnam as well my, my father was in vietnam as well and uh he, i know i i saw what he dealt with for many years like um it's tough yeah um but uh, this has been amazing. This has been, I don't have any more questions. Um, thank you for coming on. Yeah. Vietnam, the other false flag, you know, with the Gulf of Tonkin that was uh, created. You know, we've had so many false flags, you know. It's like, this is a good time to talk about that because, uh, you know, my father was a career in the, uh, during World War II and uh, against the Nazis and the uh, Korean War. Uh, my brother was in the Air Force. Um, you know, we're talking about uh, honoring our veterans, people who've given their lives. I think the most important thing to honor veterans and, mon and as far as our military goes is to never lie to them, never send them off to a war based on a lie. That's how we can honor uh, our, our military. Yeah, and uh, I mean, the, 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 that was a big false flag. 9-11 was another big false flag, right? Uh, uh, it, without question, yes. <laughs> and, it, and they use it to go to war. They use it to cause another war in the Middle East. For Do you think they went there for oil or what would you? Well, it's a, um, you know, it's, it's, 
it's kind of like an imperialistic expansion of uh, these operations and, you know, Israel's tied into it. And I don't really get into all the politics of the whole thing, but yeah. obviously there's lies. You have uh, head of intelligence, uh, General Stubblebine at the Pentagon, who said, uh, you know, um, I can tell you one thing that looked like a uh, turbine out of a out of a uh, missile that was not an air airplane. I can tell you that they hit the Pentagon and uh, you know, everybody's, you know, familiar with building seven, you know, the controlled demolition, you've got CIA people, a deathbed testimony saying how they planted it. Uh, you know, there's just so many leaks uh, all over that whole story. And, it's amazing. And, yeah. You know, there's so much evidence. Um, but, you know, people, it, what's hard for people to comprehend and wrap their mind around? And I had a hard time with it, you know. I, you know, in 2001, I, I thought, uh, wow, look at all these cameras, 22 cameras in the back row. This is going to get out. This is going to be changing the world. We're going to release these technologies. We're going to expose these illegal operations. Uh, but people have a hard time imagining that... Uh, uh, our mainstream media, the, the friendly, uh, you know, you know, newscasters, you know, reading teleprompters that are, you know, where the engineered um, information from billions of dollars going into think tanks, working with the CIA to engineer our consent, uh, to manufacture the perceptions that we see on the evening news. Is all a coordinated uh, domestic enemy infiltration in order to move forward on its agenda, which is not in the interest of the American people. And people have a hard time wrapping their head around this. This is the challenge that we have today. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Um, uh, well, uh, I don't have any more questions. Thank you for coming on. This was great. Yeah, we covered quite a bit. Uh, it made a couple of notes here on uh, on all this, and um, we covered uh, covered most of it. You know, what's what's important is people have to understand that our history has been infiltrated and rewritten. Uh, our media is controlled. Hollywood is controlled. Uh, that uh, you know. You know, Project Dove, 1951, they started doing that uh, with, with Hollywood. The day their foot stood still was one of the first, uh, you know, coordinated. Uh, but then it went, you know, a lot of evil alien movies, you know, after that probably. What was, what was Project Dove? Hmm? What was well, Project Dove? Project Dove was the uh, going into, um, it was revealed during the Reagan briefing, that um, this was basically Hollywood's infiltration to create a certain perception of uh, you know the military and extraterrestrials. Um, you know what, what's kind of interesting is you have different elements coming in that were kind of seeding our awareness. You know, like um, Office Naval Intelligence Admiral Leslie Stevens who was the contemporary of uh, Admiral Rickel Boda, was working with the Navy spies that were embedded into Nazi Germany, trying to decode all this information. They were trying to catch up with the Nazis. Basically, his son, uh, Leslie Stevens Jr., he uh, created the Outer Limits. 
and uh, who was on the set with him but Gene Roddenberry. And he gave him the script for Star Trek. And, you know, there, and other, there's, there's other things that have gone into our entertainment industry that are actually based on, um, you know, actually based on, on, on some facts that are portrayed as science fiction. They make it. They make it look like if you believe in extraterrestrials or if you believe in UFOs, they make it look like it's a ridicule or you're foolish. You know what I mean? Like they make it seem like. Um, but meanwhile, this disclosure has so much to do with every other secret that's tied into our hidden history. Uh, yeah. The uh, yeah. The the perception. Um... You know, uh, yeah, you've got a lot of different agendas going on, you know, with this whole thing. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of white hats, I guess you could say, that want to release the technology. We haven't needed nuclear oil and coal for all these decades. They have, we, we have uh, the Air Force, you know, with the creation of the Space Force is going to be a vehicle to release uh, so many Technologies. The Navy's already released anti-gravity and free energy uh, fusion oh, I, reactors. I wanted to ask you about who. Can you talk about who Gary McKinnon was in the creation of the secret space program? That was the biggest thing I wanted to ask you. Yeah, Gary McKinnon's a, an important figure because you know here you have a have a hacker, you know, using a ninety six hundred baud modem or something, got into the uh, you know the computers uh, with the uh, uh, you know, the uh, Navy Space Command and looking at uh, a craft that he was downloading that was a huge cigar-shaped uh, craft. It was the USSS, <laughs> United States Secret Space Program. Uh, Hillencotter and the Lee May, uh, they had fleet-to-fleet transfers of uh, naval personnel. Some were non-terrestrial, some were terrestrial. Um, you know, he was inspired by the uh, 2001 National Press Conference. Uh, the Bush administration wanted to put him in prison for 70 years for disclosing this. He had no... Um, they really you know, put him in prison for 70 years? Yeah, yeah. They wanted to put him away for 70 years in prison for disclosing this uh, very highly classified information that uh, basically reveals that... You know, ever since the 1980s, we've had what was called the Solar Warden program. We have uh, we have a galactic battle fleet out there, as William Tompkins uh, testified. You know, before he passed away. Wow! Uh, I said, "Wow, that's amazing." Oh yeah, we have on the other side of the curtain. We have advanced technologies and healing where all diseases can be healed. You've got, uh, you know, free energy. You've got anti-gravity. We can go from, you know, we have, uh, you know, transversible wormholes that we go through. We can go from one galaxy to the next. We've got jump gates that go from Earth to Mars and, you know, uh, it's like an IP address. You, you go from one place. You know, a lot of that, uh, you know, uh, Stargate SG-1 was uh, in cooperation with the Air Force. And, uh, you know, it was another one of those soft disclosure type of things. If, you know, we've got this, this world where we have people 
you know, starving. We have people that are homeless. Uh, you've, you've got, uh, you know, these polluting dangerous technologies of Fukushima's, Gulf oil spills, you know, all this other stuff. While on the other side of the curtain, we've got the, all the solutions for this stuff that's like many decades in advance that they've been keeping secret and keeping us, uh, I spent 10 years, Robert, after I uh, testified in Washington, I, I have a science background. I worked with the uh, Naval Electronic Engineering Center, the broadcast engineer for many years. So I have a good science background and volunteered as one of a team of six technical advisors traveling around the planet, meeting with scientists and inventors. Um, when I flew down to Dominican Republic, we had this one uh, with Dr. Greer that uh, had an energy device that's putting out 500 watts with less than one watt going in. Before I flew back down with uh, Professor Ted Loiter, who was the chief technology officer, um, <laughs> he, 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 the inventor said two CIA agents showed up at the door and says, this works, you're dead. And uh, so he completely disassembled it. You know, so many suicides, people dying. Uh, most of them receive what's called a national security order which says that your invention has been deemed to be a detriment to the national security of the United States. Therefore, you cannot share it with anyone. Anybody you've shared it with, you have to wow. get some information. All this started from 1951 for the Invention Secrecy Act that uh, has basically anything having to do with, it's a uh, secret system within the patent office, how they control us and keep us technologically retarded. It's uh, called sensitive application warning system. Anybody that's got uh, anti-gravity, uh, free energy, super room conductivity, uh, you know, basically anything that, that would evolve our society, you know, thousands, you know, claiming close to 6,000 or probably more by now, uh, inventions have these in scientists, they under great penalty, they cannot release these solutions to the world. Do you really think we have these like wormholes and jump gates to Mars and stuff? So is, and, and, and is Mars a functioning planet? Um, a few years ago, one of the documents got released from the Defense Intelligence Agency by uh, astrophysicist, astrophysicist uh, Dr. Eric Davis that revealed that the Defense Intelligence Agency is aware of uh, not only warp drives, but uh, transversible wormholes, um, which is kind of interesting because Dr. Eric Davis in um, 2002, I believe, or 2003, I think it's 2002, he met with uh, who we talked about earlier, Vice Admiral Thomas Wilson, head of intelligence for the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He was fuming mad that he, if anybody, would have the legal constitutional authority to get into these uh, projects that he was denied access. And so he was parked out in the, the Admiral's limousine, was sitting with the uh, Dr. Eric Davis, who apparently recorded the conversation. And uh, the Admiral was talking about how he was basically threatened that if he was to go look into this any further, that he was lose rank and see an early retirement, and that these technologies were uh, reverse engineering technology, you know, quote, not of this earth, but run by the corporations. All this was transcribed into a uh, transcription, which um, uh, I believe it was uh, uh, 
Dr. Edgar Mitchell, before he passed away, was in his archives, and it got leaked out onto the uh, internet back then, uh, basically uh, verifying the meeting that uh, Greer with at Mitchell and uh, William Miller had with in the Pentagon, and uh, that went viral all over the all over the internet. Kind of all these. All these, the thing about truth is it has this like whack-a-mole, it, it, it keeps popping up all over the place. It little glitches in the reality, you know, just like today we have, uh, you know, this pandemic situation and there's a lot of glitches, let's say, in the perception of the reality matrix of which, you know, the, uh, you know, DARPA who um, created the LifeLog program switched it ended the program the exact day in uh 2004 that facebook started and then the cia helped fund originally you know google youtube and so you have all these um infiltration of our social media controlled by these elements beside our mainstream media in order to create a matrix of perception you know, like anybody that goes against the authoritative narrative, they get their account deleted or whatever. Um, <laughs> because there's a lot of glitches that are popping up that embarrassing things that they, they won't cover on the mainstream media, but pops up on social media. And a lot of this can be, you know, verified. It's not like uh, people just, you know, pulling it out of their butt or something. <laughs> you know, it's like it's yeah. actual stuff, you know. It's 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 ridiculous how much we've been lied to. It really is. Yeah, it's important, you know. As uh, president, you know, my dear friend Laura Eisenhower, her great grandfather was, uh, you know, he he said, you know, you need to have an alert and knowledgeable citizenry in order to protect our future liberties and freedoms. This is what he was referring to. Unless the public becomes aware of this hidden history that I just went very roughly with you over. Yeah. Unless people can connect the dots and understand the history of how we got to where we are. A lot of people, you know, born in the millennials and things like that, that they, and you can't blame anybody. It's nobody's fault. It's just that they're born into this matrix of perception of your education, your television, your Hollywood entertainment. Uh, the books are rewritten, even science. Uh, all of this is, is to create this matrix in which um, we have the situation today with this incredible divide uh, of, of our, our perceptions. And that so long as we stay divided and fighting amongst our, you know, our, ourselves on uh, different issues, we don't see the person behind the curtain that's actually manipulating. Um, pulling the strings. Like yeah, the, the puppet masters are yes. pulling the strings. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I, we need to both, both on all divisions need to recognize that and recognize who the true enemy is. Once we understand who the true enemy is, then all sides of, of that know that we have a domestic enemy intrusion that is illegal, as uh, Vice Admiral Thomas Wilson said. And uh, 
you know, it, it, it's, it's a challenge that we're having in the year 2020. And if we, if we allow these operations to move forward on their agenda, it's not in the interest of the American people. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you for coming on. I appreciate you taking your time to come on my show. My, my pleasure, Robert. I, uh, I feel it's like my, uh, my patriotic duty, you know, I feel like I've just been given a, a ticket to talk about it because I, you know, volunteered to be one of the uh, 20 witnesses uh, to testify. And I feel like everybody and, and so many great people are out there, you know, exposing stuff, which is, thank God, you know, um, and unless we speak up now, you know, and try to um, try to reach more people to understand, you know, the uh, infiltration that has occurred. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's. I mean, when you look at the way, like you said, it's the 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 matrix of perception that that people look at and how they are in society. They wouldn't think anything about reverse engineered technology. They don't think anything about a secret space program. They think it's all like a big lie. They think it's a joke, you know, but it's, it's real. It's well, the CIA after, um, you know, after they murdered Kennedy, um, you know, the CIA put out a uh, dispatch to uh, all these people coming up with, you know, conspiracy theories. They label people as conspiracy theorists that, you know, just, half-baked uh, financial interests or trying to sell a book or something, just try to discredit them by calling them a conspiracy theorist about what happened with, you know, now that the JFK files got released, we know it's not a conspiracy, you know, Alan Dulles and uh, LBJ was totally behind, uh, you know, the assassination of, of our president. Um, they even lied to their own CIA agents, you know, because they said that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was, uh, wasn't related with the CIA or anything like that. And John McCone put out a memo later saying that he was indeed trained by the Central Intelligence Agency under the uh, cover of the Office of Naval Intelligence. So they even lied to their own CIA agents. So there's this infiltration of, uh, at the higher levels. There's a lot of good people in our CIA, in our NSA, in our military intelligence. Uh, it's just certain people that um, are going along with the agenda. Yeah. We call them the black hats. <laughs> but there's a lot of good white hats too, right? Yeah, there are obviously a lot of white hats, you know, and I believe that the, um, you know, I mean, there's so much hate against uh, President Trump because, you know, the me media is constantly framing him and, and clipping it in such a way that, you know, that making him look like uh, this uh, terrible Nazi, awful person, you know. Uh, but I believe that um, there is... Uh, there is coordination with military intelligence with the, uh, you know, the, the Trump administration to take out. I mean, you see all these indications, you know, you see all these people being taken out of FBI positions and CIA positions. And, you know, they have all their people in top positions. They have a network that they've expanded. I mean, you've got this, um, 
yeah, I don't know, hydra of, uh, of, of inner interconnections and organizations, you know, uh, probably connected with the world health, world health organization, and you know, uh, FDA and, you know, you have all their players in place that help move forward their agenda without their players in the top executive positions of the pyramid, so to speak. Uh, they can't move forward on their agenda. So they get, they're able to get their people in, in place and they, they, uh, They've been very effective for many decades, but I think uh, the uh, the tide may be turning. Yeah, I was I was thinking about uh, how can we ever defeat the how can we? It's hard to say how can we defeat the Federal Reserve? Like we just borrowed so much money off the Federal Reserve to help you out with the with the the stimulus for the for the virus, you know. Um, so it's like, how do we ever defeat them when our country's borrowing from them? What do you think about that? I think we already defeated them. Uh, <laughs> what happened was uh, when the Federal Reserve was, was absorbed into the U.S. Treasury, yeah. uh, the Federal Reserve uh, essentially got taken out of, out of its place of power. Did it? That's a, that's the indications that appear to be happening um, with that, and uh, and hopefully more more operations like this eventually will take control of our constitutional republic and these uh, foreign corporations that basically the Federal Reserve is, you know, the Puerto Rican corporation. Has nothing to do with our, our government and uh, you know and uh, you know people who understand what what happened ever since 1913 uh, our our money has been worth almost nothing <laughs> to date you know with uh, how they've been uh, and, and the huge huge debt that's been created but yeah. you know, one aspect of many I, I, I read somewhere about that. I read that the Federal Reserve overtook, or the Treasury overtook the Federal Reserve or something like that, but I didn't understand it. Like, you, I, did you hear that too? Did, didn't you just say? About uh, it's having to do with Nasaria, Nasaria, with the, um, you know, I don't know, I, I heard there was. Um, I'm still researching it, but uh, on 9-11, a lot of that got shut down where we were going to release all this money. The money was going to, you know, Kennedy was trying to stop the Vietnam War, so we wouldn't have to go over there. He was also trying to get us off of the, uh, off of the Federal Reserve and back our money with gold, you know, before he was assassinated, you know, just like... Uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln, you know, he was trying to go with greenbacks, trying to get us out of the, uh, you know, the Rothschild controlled, uh, you know, central bank. And, uh, you know, he was assassinated. You think there's uh, a chance that Trump could be assassinated because he's trying to go against the Federal Reserve? Ah, uh, sorry, the, the audio is a little hard for me to hear. One more time. I Robert. said, do you, do you think there's a possibility that Trump could be assassinated because he's trying to go against the Federal Reserve? I just hope his Secret Service team is like uh, so exceptional that they can uh, protect this man to move forward to, you know, um, 
you know, do, do what I think is, is happening. You know, the indications are there. It's not like just somebody just saying something and some kind of conspiracy theory. There is actions behind this that are happening. You know, I don't see the executive orders, you know, of the human trafficking and the child sex trafficking and, you know, these operations that are been going on for, for a long time, very dark, uh, things that people don't want to hear you know fortunately you know movies like out of shadows is coming out and uh you know revealing you know the pedophilia and uh you know uh, and you have mk ultra witnesses talking about uh you know the adrenochrome and the sacrifices of children and you know it's just unbelievably dark elements going on I did. Uh, I did a podcast on the adrenochrome. It's really sick. Like what's going on? Yeah, that's that's the. I did a podcast on the adrenochrome, and I think that has um, that goes into the Drago as well. I think. Yeah, I, I. It seems to be a connection with that, and uh, there's you know, there's doc. You know, as I look, researching back through all the you know secret documents that have surfaced, you know, there's like going back to the late 40s where the uh, Vatican Church was uh, talking about with Cardinal Francis Spellman uh, developed a war plan, you know, in case uh, containment of the extraterrestrial issue wasn't had, you know. Um, and then you look at, uh, there was, a, you know, these, these documents from the CIA that uh, got 25-year secrecy order you know, like uh, George H.W. Bush did with the JFK files. He put a 25-year secrecy order that people couldn't see it. They did the same with a document called um, the CIA Nazis in the Vatican. And it details, you know, the rat lines and how they escaped and they, how they got the passports and worked together with the Vatican. And, and you have to think about the uh, Nazis and their alliance with the Draco Federation of of beings that, uh, you know, the, you know, like uh, some people say, you know, if, uh, if the Satanists took over the, uh, the Vatican, would anybody notice, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. like, uh, you know, you look at all the, you know, the pedophile priests, uh, you know, all the stuff, you know, so, you, you know, uh, there's no absolute proof of this, but there sure is a lot of glitches and little leaks here and there about it all. There definitely is. There definitely is. Well, like I said, thank you again for coming on. This has been amazing information. Yeah, uh, real pleasure, Robert. I, I love being able to, um, you know, you know who, who's listening and, uh, you know, every person that, you know, like they took out the powers of human consciousness, you know, as we're discovering that we're all interlinked into a uh, collective mind. And, we definitely uh, are. We definitely every, are. Every, I mean, you could see it, you know, you can see it with all, all the people, like the, the global awakening is without a hap, without a, a doubt happening. And I just want people to, you know, you said it's your civil duty because you were one of the 100 witnesses or whatever witnesses. Like, I just want to get this out to so many people so people can learn the truth. Like, I want people to learn what's going on. Like, I want people to stop being so sheltered and stop being so just blind to what's going on. I want people to wake up and see what the truth and what's been hidden from us, but it's hard to do. You know, like, uh, like if I share this on Facebook, I might have like 
40 or 50 people who like, who like it, but then there's probably 300 who are just like friends from high school who just, I'm not friends, people I knew from high school, they have no clue about any of this and they'll never, you know what I mean? And then you have, uh, you know, millions of artificial uh, intelligence bots that are being used to, uh, uh, you know, as even, you know, Snowden leaked with the GCHQ documents, you know, they're, they're attempting to uh, manipulate the perceptions online. And so, you know, a, a video that's very uh, disclosing, you'll have a whole lot of negative, you know, likes on it. Yeah. Uh, like, dislikes, rather. Uh, so, you know, unless... What seems to happen, you know, I was kind of inspired by this fellow named Brandon, who was like this uh, gay, liberal, far left, uh, you know, totally uh, when a family member of his said, you know, CNN's manipulating that information. And, you know, if it was like a, you know, a Trump supporter, you know, they, you know, have, have, have words at each other, you know, but uh, since it was a family member, he kind of took it on as a challenge and he looked into it and researched it and found, oh my God, yeah, they actually are. They're manipulating the information. You know, nobody wants to be lied to, you know? And so what happened was as he started researching, he started finding out once that, once that little crack in the dam breaks, once you start to see the glitches in the perception matrix, uh, all of a sudden, he he created the walkaway movement. I mean, he's, he's extreme right wing, you know. Now he's not right wing; like he's extreme truth now. Uh, and so, it's something like that where you know, I I challenge anyone who's questioning anything that we're saying to look into it, to research it. And you know, I base all my research based on hundreds of these witness testimonies and the authenticated documents that I found as the foundational base. And then if you look through history, um, and what I did was I, I put my notes up, you know, just for reference, it's, it's, uh, it's you know, www.thewebmatrix.net. Uh, it's, you know, like I said, it's not a professional site. It's just, I had to understand going back to the year 1900 to present day, and you start plugging in historical events that happen and it will start to um, reveal the, the hidden history that we were never taught in school. We will never hear about. You see it on, uh, you know, a certain, um, uh, it can do what's called a limited hangout, like they, what they did with the National Press Club, all these explosive testimonies. What they do is the CIA does what's termed a, um, a limited hangout. In other words, they hang out the part that's safe, but they didn't want to hang out anything that indicates that we have the solutions for energy, that we have an infiltration into our government. They didn't want to hang out any of that, you know, that uh, goes against the, uh, the higher executives. You know, like when CBS came to interview me, I said, look, I'm not doing this interview unless I could see, I saw what CNN did with it, unless I can say we have these scientists that can prove before an open congressional hearing that we have a solution to get off nuclear oil and coal of uh, zero point energy. They promised up and down, came down from LA, interviewed me for 45 minutes. The producer was almost in tears. She says, I know I promise I never had this happen before, but you know, I only had like a quick 10 second statement to say, 
And I said, I wasn't going to do this interview unless I could reveal that to the public. She said, I'm sorry, the higher executives read CIA made me cut that part out. And so, you know, and I, I, I traveled across the United States with Dr. Greer and all the major cities uh, on, the, on the West Coast, you know, uh, LA, San Francisco, Portland, you know, all the, all the major cities. And we had huge halls, had the executive briefing video. Without exception, the um, CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox, you know, all the different networks, they would all make fun of it, you know, use the, the giggle factor, you know, to. Uh, the disclosures project looking to aliens to solve the world's energies problems, or they have dancing alien dolls and smoke, you know, making it, you know, kind of ridicule the whole thing. That's, that's what they do. That's the, that's what they do with everything. Yeah. That's, that's why they have society. So hoodwinked. society doesn't realize that it's a real thing. And they're so hoodwinked that they think it's, they ridicule it because they have no clue what the true potential of it is and how much they've been lied to. Yeah, you know, and it works both ways, you know, uh, it works not only are they provided the script, but also the, uh, it's kind of like, um, the giggle factor is kind of like a nervous laughter because it's outside of your normal reality. It's not normal, you know, so there's this nervous laughter that happens, you know, ha ha ha. You know, uh, they want to talk about aliens and stuff. Now, you know, ever since the uh, Nimitz event, you know, they've been, they saturated the mainstream media with the, uh, which actually was the U.S. Air Force secret space program, the Tic Tac, you know, that there was flying around. Uh, it wasn't extraterrestrial. But they did a whole series, even on the History Channel, of the extraterrestrial threat, you know, you know, they keep pushing the word threat, you know, uh, the advanced aerospace threat identification program in the Pentagon that they talk about. So you got to watch for the agendas that are being pushed with the extraterrestrial disclosure. Do you think we have any extraterrestrial allies that want to see good for us or for humanity? I'm sorry, one more time, Robert. I said, do you think we have any extraterrestrial allies that want to see good for humanity? Oh, God, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the majority of them are benevolent. A, a small percentage are uh, hostile and, uh, you know, predatory. <laughs> yeah. Uh, use, uh, use our planet as a resource. Uh, but the vast majority of extraterrestrials uh, from, you know, reports not from my own. Uh, I've had a couple of unusual encounters, and they've all been uh, benevolent, you know, more teaching yeah. things you know but uh you know I, I can't speak for all of them but uh Clifford Stone who uh was involved in quite a bit of them you know he's he's aware and uh, many of the witnesses you know you look at uh, you know poor Phil Snyder was trying to reveal what was going on in deep underground military bases you know and they had a attack by uh some reptilian creatures down there that you know blew off his fingers and things and he was suicided you know because they don't they want to keep that secret what's going on in these deep underground military bases of which there is like hundreds of them ever since Xavier Dorse started uh, tunneling out in the mountains of New Mexico you know you have the Dulce base and and all over the place you have these maglev trains connecting all these operations the public has no idea what's going on down there 
Did you see um, the other day on um, Carrie Cassidy's channel on Project Camelot? She had on Michael Sala, and he was talking about China's secret space program. Oh, Michael Sala. He's, uh, uh, I'm a great fan of his, his research work. In fact, he was inspired uh, as a teaching university professor uh, because of the 2001 event. Um, he actually, because of his interest in the UFO, he got fired by the university. And now, thank God, he's spending full time researching this. He's been doing incredible work. In fact, a lot of my information is pulled from some of his research sources that uh, totally complement the, the whole larger picture of the whole thing. But um, uh, yeah, the, uh, his latest book, uh, I just got it uh, called uh, Rise of the Red Dragon talking about uh, essentially uh, China's been doing a lot of espionage, was, what, what a surprise, huh? Uh, into uh, stealing our, uh, our, our patents. And I think that's one of the reasons the US Navy has released a lot of these patents uh, having to do with anti-gravity and stuff like that. Not only can we pr help protect the patents, but um, also it acts as kind of like a soft disclosure to let people know we do have these advanced technologies. They are operational. I mean, we have like things that like in Star Trek, we have force fields, we have warp drives, we've got anti-glavitic, we have fusion wow. reactors for energy. I mean, in incredible stuff that you would think would be on a sci-fi movie, but these patents are being released. And you don't get a patent out unless, uh, unless you can uh, substantiate. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, yeah, I just saw that. His book was The Rise. I mean, what do you think is going to happen with China? Like, your, your estimation. Like, I mean, do you think we're going to end up going to war with China? Well, China is a rising... Uh, they have their own secret space program. That's why uh, I believe, you know, President Trump, when he said, you know, we have to have dominance in space, meaning, uh, you know, the Chinese Communist Party are, is not our friend. <laughs> it's not the friend of a lot of people. And, uh, and they're pursuing, uh, you know, their own secret space program with their own agenda. So uh, I think it's important, you know, that the uh, U.S. does have, have an edge on that. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, uh, thank you for coming on. This was great. Oh, my pleasure, Robert. Um, I um, hope it uh, put a seed in some listeners out there to uh, to research this and uh, and you know uh, re first research for yourself. It's you, a great. Nobody can tell you something about this. You've got to be shown the information. You've got to research the information. You've got to come to your own conclusion. Once you do that, and then become a voice and share that with others and you know so we can uh we we've been lied to and we have an infiltration of a domestic enemy and our our public needs to understand that i think so too i think so too um